0: Hi, everybody. It's Russ from
1: My Hammers 11. I hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, obviously, please consider subscribing and hitting the bell notification so you're notified of any time we put new content on. We've got interviews going up daily. Sometimes, you lucky buggers, we get two in a day. And today, I wish I'd bought some balloons, to be honest, because actually, today is our 50th guest, which is not bad. Yeah, 50th guest, not bad, considering we have only been up for four weeks. I'm I'm honored to be your 50th guest. Well exactly. I had to get the big guns out Chesney for you know the 50th <laughs> guest. For those of you who don't know who it is, it's Chesney Hawks, Buddy, Chesney
0: Hawks is here. Um all the way from LA. How are you Chesney Irons? Come on mate. How are you doing? Come on the Irons. Uh, yeah, I'm good mate. I I'm I'm living in Los Angeles. I'm 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 locked down with my family here. Uh, I've got three teenage kids here. Uh, they're all West Ham through and through. Um even though we are 6000 miles away. Um uh, and my wife here and the dog and the cat and uh, you know we're, we're on lockdown for two reasons over here as yes. you've probably been seeing on the news you know obviously there's, yes. there's covid but there's there's, uh, there's riots all around us i mean we're yeah. on literally on lockdown as in curfew we're not supposed to leave the house after five o'clock and and uh, there's helicopters everywhere and we keep we're hearing explosions and things and i've had to move all of my my studios down on ventura boulevard so um you know it's kind of one of the epicenters of la and worried about, uh, you know, uh, protests getting getting violent. So, yeah, indeed, so I went down and uh, grabbed all of my stuff out of the, out of the studio. And it's in my front room, not for my wife's uh,
1: <laughs> And obviously, for those who don't know, Chessie's doing some uh, live and unfiltered, like, personal, like, concerts, aren't you, over web conferencing?
0: Yes, well, on Zoom, actually. On um, Zoom, there we go. Keeping it very um, intimate. Um, it's been really nice, actually, um, where I can actually bring in people um, yeah. and you know, I kind of randomly grab, um, you know, people that are, that are in the crowd, as it were. <laughs> it's even more intimate than it would be if I was, like, right there with them. You know, I bring them in, I talk to them. I've been giving away um, tickets for uh, for NHS workers and key workers and people that are on, basically on the front line, keeping our lives ticking away, you know, um, and bringing them on, talking to them about their stories and uh, obviously playing a few songs, uh, some from the old days. And I, I take It's only requests, so I've, I've been doing, you know... Whatever, whatever people want. Um, and it's been a really, really nice journey, actually. Yeah. Uh, we've become... Because I thought I'd do it to start with just for playing music because I'm, I can't do any gigs, can I? So I thought I'd do that. But it's turned into a bit more of a kind of a TV show and I've had guests on. I've had, you know, a couple of friends of mine, like uh, Mark Reed from A1. I had uh, Ross, um, uh, Ross King uh, on, you know, the Hollywood correspondent yeah. <laughs> for uh, GMTV. And uh, this week I've got Nick Kershaw on. Um, and I'm, I'm doing a Buddy Song special in a couple of weeks. I'm hoping to get M- Mr. Daltrey to come on and do a little Fantastic. bit. Fantastic. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been really fun. I should do a West Ham themed one, shouldn't I? Yeah, I think you'd sell out pretty sharpish to be honest, mate. If it was a West Ham one, <laughs> well, to be fair. With you,
1: and my friend, uh, <laughs> help, helping out, I probably would. <laughs> I try my best. Yeah, no, it's and, and it's it's funny, you know. It was one of those things. I mean, yeah, I, I, you know cards on the table. I was a bit of a fanboy, to be honest, when when, it, when you all started, because like, we're sort of similar ages. I, I was playing the guitar. I had hair then. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I didn't, I think, I didn't realise you're a West Ham fan until literally once uh, you were coming out of the West Stand, and I just saw you and I was like, oh my God, Chesney Hawks is a West Ham fan. That is so cool. And from then on, Every time that we had the, it used to be called the lap of honor, now it's called the lap of appreciation, I think the, the fans call it, at the end of the season. I always play one and only in the medley, so it's oh. like a little tribute. I know you're, you're so many miles away, but you
0: always got that. Oh, little... That's lovely, Russ, to hear, you know, I'm still getting played, you know. to oh, the... still there. <laughs> I love it. Still I was Great memories of like. You know back in the day when i first kind of made it um you know early 90s and, and i was still obviously going to west ham as much as i can as i could and whenever i went when, you know when i was a very recognizable face with the, the old floppy hair and all that kind of yeah. stuff um i remember being um you know in the stands and getting like the whole of the north stand going yeah Chesney, Chesney, Chesney. <laughs> i love it I, I absolutely because it's like such a tribe isn't it you know when you're I mean, you're part of a football team, a football club like West Ham, especially because it's kind of very, it's it's almost family orientated. Yeah, you know? yeah. no, totally.
1: And th- and that's the total vibe from this whole, I mean, obviously, the, the idea of this channel just started up about four weeks ago, and I thought, hey, why don't we just start talking to West Ham fans? Because everyone's bored, you know, As you said, everyone's locked in. They haven't got football on the telly or anything. And so it was a nice time to go back and sort of, almost recalled the stories and the memories, you know, and so and that is literally every episode. It's all about family. And that's how this thing spiraled. Honestly, I know, uh, you know, I'm chuffed. We got you on, you've got to see who we've got coming next week. Honestly, it's mental who's coming on, you know,
0: like football, ex footballers and stuff. Oh, you've got some, 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 some ex West Ham. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. We've had, we had uh, this, yeah, yesterday we had Tony Gale. We've had, um, we've got, a uh, coming up. We've got, we've got Bish. Bish is coming up next week. We've got, who else? Martin Allen. We've got, you know, we've got like all my era players. It's Absolutely brilliant. Honestly, it's like I'm living the dream.
0: My era, I, mean, I tell you, because I mean, for me, I mean, I, I started as a West Ham fan um, probably in the early 80s, really. Right. Um, yeah. I was quite young. My dad was a QPR fan um, and uh, he came from Shepherds Bush, but he's not a proper football man. You know what I mean? He's, like, he's not like a diehard. Yeah. And he never took me and my brother uh, to any games. And we had a, a good mate, family friend, Roger, Roger Crouch. He's a bit of a West Ham legend, actually, because he, he had a, a season ticket right at the front, right by the, the dugout there for, for years. Uh, you know. By, and, um, and so he took me and my brother to a West Ham, I'll never forget, it was West Ham, uh, Tottenham, at Tottenham, actually, at White Hart Lane. And uh, and West Ham, we lost five one. <laughs> it was, and all, the way, and we were right in the middle of the West Ham throng, you know, in the away crowd, and and they were all doing the okie dokey up and down the, down the aisles, and like it was, just, it was like a massive party. And I was just like, bloody hell, is this is this what they are like when they're losing five one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help me in, man. <laughs> you know. And so, and so Jody and I, my brother and I, we that was it. From there, we were just in love you know i mean and and you know once once you've chosen your football team that's it isn't it you know, it's yeah. like i always say to people over here they don't really get it they don't really get that kind of tribal um mentality with, with no
1: is it cuz is it cuz like the whole particularly until recently the mls it's all like it's franchises really isn't it so it's like they can yeah, move well, about
0: dodgers, a bit for an example the dodgers um the baseball team over here mm-hmm. they were um brooklyn they were the brooklyn dodgers and they literally up sticks and move 3000 miles. And now they are the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, yeah. you know, can you imagine that, ha- that happening in like, you know, Leeds and London or something, you know, yeah. it's like, West are we decided we're going to move to Leeds. Yeah, yeah. Are you coming? No.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. I mean, yeah. Until recently, obviously, you know, I've been over. I I I used to travel quite a lot in the states, and obviously, seeing a lot of the MLS and stuff, it seems like you get in a little bit of that sort of fanatical. I mean, they got some. Each each team has a little bunch of nutters. It
0: seems. Um, I tell you what. uh, There's one thing I have noticed with with the um, American football. I'll never call it. um, You know, it's play with your feet, mate. Um, is that they are all, they've all got a European team, mainly English actually. They're all support, you know, Liverpool, Man United, a few West Ham's out there. But, yeah. you know, but if you go, there'll, there'll be a lot of uh, premiership, um, you know, T-shirts and stuff. You know, so, they, so they, they get that and they are rabid as well. They know everything. I've got a couple of fans, uh, friends over here, uh, you know, cycle fans and they literally know every statistic they love their statistics over here you know yeah, they know everything you know way more than i do but, but they weren't the there in the, they weren't there in the 85 86 seasons they see, weren't that? there <laughs> they were
1: 85, 85 86 you're totally right and also i mean but as you said they love their stats don't they it's like when you watch i don't know any uh, if you go and see it live or whatever the baseball and there's just like numbers and letters i have no idea what they mean all I know. The streets, you know. I know. Yeah. And I just watched it. I, you know, I, I maybe mean, just go there. It's like, oh, geez, I'm sitting there, and my and my wife is. Uh, I was waiting for my wife to fly into JFK, so I went to. Um, oh my god, the Mets! went to the Mets because it's closest to the state, close to the airport. Yeah, I and in, and yeah. I was I was sitting there, and it just, it, went, it just kept going on and on into overtime, and you know, extra innings. I was like, what the f's going on here?
0: No, really? For hours. Oh, it's yeah. mental. I have got into baseball, though. I have to say. Yeah. Um, my uh, my sons went through like Little League when they you know because I've been here for eight years now, so they went through the whole you know the, the rite of passage for for a young boy here in, in uh, the United States where yeah. you go through Little League you know so and my wife was um, a softball scholar which is basically the same as baseball with with a bigger ball bigger yeah. ball. And they they uh they pitch it differently underarm pitching like that you know so she was very much into and she started coaching the teams so so we would go and watch the kids play and i got really into the games you know and then and then we became like you know dodgers fans and uh i got friends from england come over and we'd take them to the dodgers and you know get them all kitted out and, and it is fun it's fun yeah. it's just not the same it's not the it's same weird, isn't it? it's
1: just a weird thing you know it's like the the whole thing around sort of baseball particularly where you have sort of you know, everyone just buggers off, it seems. Everyone sits down for the national anthem, a few pitches, and everyone buggers off to the bar. And then they come back and it's like, they, spit, stuff's happened in between. They missed a goal. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? It's like, how's it work? I just, you know, I have to sit there and watch the sport. Oh, and
0: then... But it is a very, very different game, I yeah. guess. No, yeah. I mean, you know, if, if, if you go for a pee at a football t- game, <laughs> you can miss, you know, the most important moment of the whole game. I guess yeah. with baseball, it's like, it's just, you miss, you miss somebody, throw a ball a bit. and. Might, might have gone from one, uh, one uh, you know, run to another or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Right what you
1: mean. Yeah. But no, it's, yeah, it's good. And it, it's good that obviously, you know, the, as you said, with the, the, the three the teenagers, you know, keeping the, uh, the, the West Ham tradition over there, which is good.
0: Yeah, they've all got, you know, West Ham scarves and, and T-shirts and, uh, you know, they don't... I mean, I, my other t- Casey, my oldest, who's 18, he's been to a couple of games. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my daughter who 's probably the most like into it, uh, hasn 't been to a game yet, and every time we go back to england it 's normally in the summer, yeah, and you know we 're not playing because uh, we go back and visit family and stuff like that and she 's like, "I just want to go to a West Ham game dad you need to take me to a west Ham game i 'm like, "Yes, I do need to take you to a West Ham game so one of these days uh, i 'm going to have to bring the whole family down. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. No, really. obviously we'd be welcoming you with open arms, chairs as always. Oh, God bless you.
1: God bless. As always, God bless you, Governor. So, so obviously, you know, you've, you've been a fan for, since the early, early 80s, really, you know, since then, what's, what's been sort of your, obviously 85, 86 as your sort of highlight of your sort I mean, of West Ham career? That
0: it has to be, um, yeah. I, mainly because Russ, I, I literally went to every single game home and away that season. Yeah. Um you know, the season before and the season after, uh, I did go to a lot of games as well. But that was my kind of like, you know, I absolutely, I couldn't miss a game. You know, I mean, we travelled up to Sheffield and up to Manchester, and like, you know, and I was only young. Yeah. You know, with our with our friends Roger and and his girlfriend Julie, me and me and my brother in the back of a Ford Transit, you know, <laughs> and uh, um, you know, such. I mean, look, I got my my McAvenny t-shirt. Exactly. On. Yeah. Yeah. In homage. Okay oh very good love that <laughs> yeah i wore this on um uh, a league of their own with james corden yeah uh, where i scored a goal against boychette chesney so it was chesney versus chesney
1: <laughs> oh i remember that yeah i remember that yeah no he's yeah yeah james is a lovely guy is he so eventually he'll probably be my my, my hundredth maybe yeah, who knows yeah, yeah
0: exactly yeah well, i'm working
1: like, uh, yeah it's like you know i've, I've I've been, I've, I've Yeah. You know, he was kind enough to get me a couple of VIPs last time I was over there for the show. And, uh, yeah, lovely. Yeah. Lovely, lovely guy. And it, again, he's you've got James Longman, who's the exec producer there and big West Ham fan. It's, uh, it's like a little, it's like a little club over there. It's really sweet.
0: Yeah, a little West Ham family. I haven't been to the show actually over here. Um, so I should get in touch with him. We should do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what you but I, we're, yeah. We're going back to, um, to that season. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, it was, I mean, you know, just the excitement of, I mean, we really should have won the league that year, you know, it it was so close, so close. And I think McAveney, Cotty and McAveney were, I remember McAveney was my man, and then my brother liked Cotty you know, uh, probably more the thinking man's footballer than McAvely. Maybe I liked him because he was the playboy, you know, yeah. <laughs> he always had a pl- uh, page three girl on his arm, didn't he? <laughs> he did. God.
1: He did on Macca. Yeah, no, he's that, he still does really.
0: He's classic.
1: He's brilliant. And then, okay. So going on, going on to players, obviously what we try and do is we try and get people to sort of talk about their, their 11. So the 11 players that I'm pretty sure I could probably guess most of them based on what we've been talking about, to be honest, but your, the players that sort of defined your your era, or maybe players that you loved, or players you hated, or players you had a special place in your heart. Who wasn't there? Yeah, there might have been the most technical. So, and we're getting yeah, loads. I-, I, think, I think we've had about 120 names across the sort of 50 or so. Yeah, right. so, you know, and the reason we did it, because, you know, the reason I went that way is to say, you know, you have to have been alive to have seen them play. Otherwise, everyone would have picked Bobby Moore and Jeff Hurst. If you're going to go Bobby Moore, Jeff
0: Hurst, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And I wasn't there to see them. So I have to put in Gary Breen, you know, instead of Bobby Moore yeah. or something, you know, something yeah. like that. So,
0: and that's what's well, quite let's nice. Some names then. Um, let's, let's go for keeper. Who would be in goal for the, for the Hawks 11? Well, it's got to be Parksy, isn't it, yeah. for me? I mean, it's got to be. He's. Um, he was just legendary, wasn't he? I mean yeah. <laughs> Just amazing, a huge man. Just brilliant. I I i love that whole that whole team. It's going to be full of that team, and it? it's going it's to fun. be. I mean, I mean, I got to go.
1: Right. So we put Parks in goal. We're we'll doing in order because it because we might. Well, yeah. So Parks in goal.
0: Who's going to go left back then for you? Well, defense. I think we would go t- Tony Gale. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, Billy Bonds. Billy Bonds. Yeah. Legend. God, I watched him right through to... I mean, he was the oldest man to ever play for, in a Premiership uh, club, wasn't he? Mental, weren't he? 41. Oh, Dixie. Yeah, Julian, I'm, yeah. Dix, so they're, they're, Sorry, there's my defence.
1: <laughs> so we've got Julian, we've got Bonzi, Gally. Did you say one more? I missed it.
0: What did I say? Dix, um, Gale... Uh, um, Bonds, yeah, I mean, yeah, so we need one more, don't we? Um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: what about Alvin Martin? Put Alvin Martin in. I mean,
1: Gail and Martin, they were ever-presents, were the, weren't they, in the 85
0: season? Like, through that whole era.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get much change out of that defence, are you?
0: <laughs> Let's be honest. Not <laughs> these days. I mean, back then, you, you know, they were probably a steal.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely mental. But yeah, that is a one tough defence we've got there. And Park's yeah, in you. goal as well.
0: Especially yeah. with Dixie there, the Terminator. Good old Dixie,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, it's quite funny, you get people like, obviously Julian comes through quite a lot with people's suggestions, um, Alvin as well. Um, Gailey a little bit more now, maybe because I'm interviewing more 85, 86 players. So it's yeah. <laughs> sort of like out, yeah. of, out of necessity, uh, and obviously Bonzo, but not, you know, people like Bobby Moore, not as much, because obviously not a lot of people around to see Moro play. Uh, um, yes
0: a different era wasn't it it was was. you know can respect what they what that era did uh you know 20 years before our era as it were um but you yeah i guess it's i think it's a good way to do it where you had to be alive and you had to have seen them yeah you know and so for so for me it has to be this team like um like midfield would be like Georgie paris you know I love George Paris. Oh my God, so he was such an amazing. Uh, uh, there were some goals that he scored, like literally from midfield. Sometimes, like <laughs> what a right foot he had. Um, and and Paul Ince, yeah, yeah, yep. that was my era too. I mean, God, I used to I used to absolutely worship Paul before before he turned on us to turn coat. He did get into trouble for that, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Still does. Bless him. Of course, you know, but that's what that's part of the tribal thing isn't it yeah. you know it's, uh, i think because he was such an amazing player um as a as a young man i mean he was great all the way through his career, career really let's be honest mm. but um you know he had such a flair joe cole oh, definitely yeah. my midfield absolute just a god <laughs> never fulfilled his potential that boy
1: no No, I don't think he did. I think, I think he was, I think, unfortunately he was, you know, and I said this before on the channel, I think he was almost shackled because if, if he was just given like, Joe, just go and play. You're not having a position, just go and play.
0: He was a Maradona. He was like, just build your team around him. I think he could have been, you know, certainly one of England's greatest uh, talents if, if that had happened, if he was in, if he had the right people around him, but no, he was shackled at Chelsea for sure. Mm. Um, I just wish he'd stay with us. You know, maybe you could have uh, made more. Of Hindsight's
1: a great thing, isn't it? Unfortunately,
0: I know, I know it's true. I know. Very true, for West Ham players. <laughs> We're sticking with mid- midfield. We've got a couple of midfielders there, not we? We've there?
1: got. I've put. I've, I've. put in. I've put in Paris Ince, Cole. We have got one more spot.
0: Oh man, that's a tough one because there's so many. I love. I love my midfield. Um, oh, because you know, and this is a bit of a controversial one. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to give you a name now that is a bit controversial.
1: Um, more controversial than Paul Lynch Chesney It must be no, controversial
0: no, is controversial, but you know hey listen I think any football fan can appreciate his talent you know what I mean um my my fourth midfielder is going to be Liam Brady oh um obviously he's an Arsenal legend really but but he was with us for a few seasons there two or three maybe yeah and and it happened to be It fell in that time where I was like completely all in, you know, and uh, so I saw him a lot and, you know, what an incredible talent he was. (laughs) There was one game um, where he scored three goals against Arsenal and uh, and we won, was it 8-1?
1: I don't know, to be honest. So basically, whatever you say, someone will come up with it on in the uh, in the yeah, comments on the YouTube. So,
0: yeah, yeah. But I was at that game anyway, where he scored three goals, and and, and there was one absolute belter, classic from the left side. So uh, just yeah, a proper talent. And and I know I know he was uh, with Arsenal for a long time, and that's a little bit controversial. But you know, he was still one of our boys.
1: You pulled on the claret and blue shirt so he qualifies that's basically the criteria isn't it i mean you know we've had people who have put on you know whoever uh, selected people based on the fact of they appeared in the club christmas catalogue dressed in a west ham onesie um <laughs> no. resvan Raz, rats yeah restaurant rat was picked um because and so you know it doesn't matter it makes an impression you know it makes an impression yeah. on you um and and obviously Liam Brady did for for you. He was like he was your in your era. He was in, right yeah. in the sort of the wheelhouse of yeah. your era. So he was
0: speak. one of those guys that I ha- I had his poster on the wall. You know, it's that's part of it. You know, as a boy, I was only young, and uh, and he was my man for a while there. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and then,
1: do I need to really ask who you get, who would have up front for your team? I probably <laughs> guess one of them. If you wear yeah, shirt. A, I,
0: They come as a team though. They come as a pair. It's, yeah. you know, have to have back and i would also put uh, you know if we could have one extra player <laughs> i would have to have tevis in there yeah, yeah. i mean for, uh, he was just incredible wasn't he yeah yeah he was a great player
1: and, and that's the thing i mean I, and and i know you we have talking about the 85 86 season quite a lot but it's it, you know the fact is i think there's something i think tony Gill mentioned this in his video there's that team has still has something like 17 club records for that season. Like the most away wins, most away, most yeah. home wins, goals scored by a duo and stuff like that. Yeah. It was an incredible, and for you to have gone to every game that season is, I know. is such a good one to pick.
0: <laughs> Isn't it? I know it's uh, it, we, we were, I mean, there was no way we were going to miss cause I think it's something, there's something about what, when you start off a season and you go, you go into every game and you get like a third of the way in, you're like, I go to every one of these? You know? <laughs> and then by the time it gets, you get halfway and you're like, well, you have to do it. You know, nothing's going to make miss. You know, I remember there was one, um, I think we went up to Sheffield and it was a cup game. First leg card. Um, your, your, your listeners or watchers are going to like, you know, pick me apart on this one. It was, a, it like. was Sheffield in the cup and it probably would have been 86. Um, and I was ill. I, I wasn't well that day. And I was like, I'm not missing it not missing it so you know trip up the m1 in the rain standing outside in the cold like uh, what still push through man we push through <laughs> has to be done
1: has to be done and uh, yeah it's just it's just an amazing amazing era and you know what's what's lucky now is obviously because there's no football on the telly uh, there's nothing on the set you know people are going back and watching that, those games and watching those sort of season review videos and stuff. And it, it's, you know, you, I've, I've got a newfound respect for a lot of players who I didn't really think of much, you know, people like Tim Breaker, who I thought was like, okay, you know, he was eight, but he was awesome as a right back and, uh, and it's, it's,
0: and it's it really not. Yeah, there's a lot of lost kind of players that kind of, oh, yeah. you know, it's like Mark Ward he was a player that I uh, just absolutely adored back then. He was, he was only little, wasn't he? But he bloody he, he just ran up and down the, that wing, uh, and he was uh, he, he was like an, a good old-fashioned winger.
1: <laughs> he was, he was, and I think that, and I think there's there's lots of players like that. And what's nice is people are coming up with suggestions because they're you know they think they're going back and looking over old tapes, and there's I mean there's players I've never heard of, I've literally never heard of that are coming through from some of the older fans, and you're going back and looking at. Their his, yeah, their Wikipedia scores and and their uh, games up. Go- and honestly, it's like we've had some absolutely amazing players come through who I'd never heard of because they weren't more, they weren't Peters, they weren't Hurst, and so
0: weren't names as such, and uh, yeah, and maybe didn't win, you know, silverware or whatever. But uh, the, but beloved by people that went to see them in that era, in that era that they were playing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. have you had any kind of like um older generation um you know come in and if there yeah like, even yeah. before the 60s like, have you had No any...
1: uh, we've had the early i think the latest or the earliest one yeah latest earliest um was was a lady who was um i think she started about 64 um so her team is literally the West Ham dream team yeah. it is it is you know it is more is her is Pe- she deliberately put all three in and Clive Best. And you know, it's, it's, it's great because she lived around the area and they all had market stalls because none of them had like, you know, as there was a set, second job, you know, they had to have a second job. Yeah. And uh she had like market stall with, uh, next to Frank Lampard, who had a dry cleaning business and the haulage thing. And Frank, yeah. had, uh, you know, and Harry Redknapp had this, and John Charles at a fruit and veg stall. It's, it's incredible. And,
0: yeah. you know, How it's... it's today, Russ.
1: How things have changed. It's mental. I was talking to some guy, uh, one guy, who's uh, actually the announcing at West Ham with me, um, who's, who's basically like Wikipedia for West Ham. He's like incredible, it's like, yeah. he's, he's, in terms of his knowledge. And, and he loved Martin Peters, so he watched 1966, fell in love with Martin Peters, found out what team he, he played for, that was his team. So his first game was in 1970, and it was Tottenham away to West Ham. What he hadn't realised, he'd, he'd missed the news article that, uh, Mark, that Martin Peters had moved from, from Tottenham to West Ham, from West Ham to Tottenham rather. So he turned yeah. up to White Hart Lane, looks the programme,
0: Tottenham, on a minute. To Martin Peters. <laughs>
1: Nowadays, it's like, you can't miss the news, can you? But there, oh, it was
0: like you know, you know the transfer uh, windows open, don't you?
1: <laughs> it's mental. You get old Jim Wyatt from Sky Sports. a good friend of mine who is uh, like, you know, exactly. And stuff like that. But it's, um, it's mental. And it's, it's, it's all these stories are just so lovely to categorize. Cause everyone's got a story. Everyone's got an, an era they loved. And clearly for you, it was, it was, it was the 85, 86 was your, you know, still yeah. close to your heart. And,
0: so I've, uh, I've got some good ones from later on as well. I, uh, we the um, the year that we were in the FA Cup final, with Liverpool was that uh, 2006, was it? Or was that before yeah. that? Yep, yeah, 2006. 2006. So, so I got a good story about that one. Um, I put a bet on with my mate, uh, who's, who's one of my best mates. He's a West Ham boy as well, and uh, we we put on. We both put put in fifty quid, right? No, actually, we split it. We put, the two of us put in 50 quid that West Ham were going to win the FA Cup right at the beginning of that season. And it wasn't particularly a good West Ham era that, you know, we no, were bouncing up and down. Yeah. So it was, a bit, it was a bit of a frugal uh, bet, you know. And uh, so, and was obviously we started having a bit of a cup run and it get more and more and more, more and And so, <clears throat> so when it came to like the semifinals, we're like, well, all right, so if we, do this, I had this gig, I had a gig in Cardiff uh, that day, right, and it was in, um, no, the gig, the gig was in Exeter, sorry, the gig was in Exeter, and obviously the, the match was in Cardiff, Millennium Stadium, and uh, so we, I stood to win from that 50 quid about three and a half grand, something like that, so I thought, well, there's only, uh, there's only one way that this is going to work, that, I, that we can actually we can all go to the game and I can get to the gig and still do gig at, at Exeter University. And that is to hire a plane, which is not anything. I know I'm a pop star and all that, but I, I'm not like, you know, I don't have the the trappings of, a, of a Adele or a pub, of Ed Sheeran, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so I'd never done anything like that before. But actually, as it turns out, the plane was going to cost three and a half grand, right? And there's enough room for the four of us, so I'm like, right, I'm booking it, I'm booking it. We're gonna do it, and we're gonna go do the game, and then we're gonna get straight back in the plane. The plane's gonna fly us to Exeter, and then we're gonna come back, you know. So that was the plan, you know. I thought we're, yeah. we're definitely gonna win it, so I'm gonna come up even, you know. It's gonna be fine, you know. So obviously, well, you know the results, but like, you know, we, you know, we got there, and uh, and I brought my brother, my mate Vic, and and a. a um, my mate Vic's uh, little boy's uh, little cousin of his, you know, he was he was like nine, he was a massive West Ham, you know. I mean, this is a big day for him, he's yeah. gonna go to the FA Cup final, then go to a big gig down next to you know. And uh, so, that that you know, heartbreaking moment uh, where uh, Gerard scored that goal, mm. it was like, well. That was an expensive goal for me. <laughs> I actually cried, Russ. I, I can't, I, you know, I, I don't mind saying it, you know, and, it, and I remember just before when it, when we scored the goal before, everyone's going nuts because we we're in the West Ham area and, and everyone's beer everywhere, else, you know, just completely soaked. So I had a pair of, of Ray-Bans and they just went flying all over the place and landed on the floor and, and you know, just massive celebrations. I remember seeing, looking down, there's my broken su- sunglasses. I don't care. We've won the FA Cup. like yeah. <laughs> And then you know, Gerard stepped up and and broke all our hearts. Yeah. And, uh, that was a long journey back home. I tell you that. Didn't want to do that gig. I was so. about to say yeah. And then you have to go and do a uni gig. You're like. Oh, fuck. So I did it, but I have to say, I still went on with my West Ham top. Of course. Of One course. Boy, stunk of beer didn't it, from uh, oh, I, everyone <laughs> that was a mess that was a mess and then
1: you are not know, really funny you go into uni you go into a yeah student uni and it's going to stink a beer anyway so you probably don't take it. <laughs> smell no difference
0: it didn't make any difference <laughs> oh how funny that's
1: really funny I could yeah because obviously everyone else's hearts are breaking and you're like Christ I'm three and a half grand down now
0: I've got a few. Yeah, exactly it was proper broken <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh cheers man that's funny that's funny look I won't take you too long because i got your kids and stuff look it's been brilliant chatting to you, man. I, you know, I said I have half an hour your time, and that's and that's all we need to do because it's been great chatting to you, man. It's been really nice, and I hope everything settles itself down over there. Yeah, and yeah, can... at
0: some point when these uh, protests stop, I'll be able to get my studio back in there, and you know, and hopefully life will start going back to normal. I can actually get back to England. I mean, I can't even do that right now. No, no, it's crazy, no. right? It's nuts. but it's when amazing. I do, and I am back to uh, playing, you you must come down to a show. Um, and and please come along to the Live and Unfiltered show. If anyone's interested, liveandunfiltered.com yep. or chesneyhawks.com. Either, either one of those will take you in the right direction. Um, and, uh, in fact, if you want to do um, – we'll do a little competition, if you want, you know, um, for, for tickets. What should we say? What do, you, what do you think? Do you want to do that? I can, yeah, I it's,
1: up you. A... it's up to you. It's up to you, Chess, what you want to do. I think you should do something about what T-shirt you're wearing or something like that and see if uh... – what, who's that? Yeah, yeah Who's that? Oh, oh, I
0: don't know. <laughs> who's that ugly mug? <laughs> All right, I tell you what. Um, who did McAvenny play for after West Ham?
1: Sounds good. We'll we'll, we'll put that out with the video and uh, and yeah, we'll that give one,
0: a... uh, two two tickets uh, to to the show um, and uh, we'll we'll sort it out, Russ. You know, yeah, he, we'll, we'll every, sort it out every other Friday. Um, but uh, you know, we'll we'll work it out. You've got a free one, my friend. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much.
1: And of course, thank you to everyone for watching. You know, I appreciate, obviously, Chesney's our 50th guest. We've been going over 50 episodes now. It's mental. And we've got a hell of a lot more to go. We've um, <laughs> just got to find time to edit them all now, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> and anyway, obviously, thank you to watch, everyone watching. Thank you, Chesney, for being here. Obviously, like, share, subscribe. You know what to do with everything. And until next time, guys, stay safe. Not take not care. Not yeah, we're um, going to do it in a minute. We're going to do it in a minute. Ch- Ch- getting too excited. We're going to do a, a thumb down in a minute. Thanks, guys. Sports Social Podcast
0: Network.
1: 18 plus.